Hannah, Hannah, Bobana, Banana, Fana, Fofana, Feetside, Fofana, Hannah. You're listening to Warm Beer in the Cheap Seats podcast WBECS with Big Mike and Casey. Take it away, Casey. Ah, uh, yes, it's Friday. We're live and. Whatever uh, was in the message originally just kind of went away, so it did. Much like the name game, it just faded away. So welcome to WBCS, Warm Beer and Cheap Seats. We are out in Studio D, so I apologize if it sounds a little cavernous, but it's just uh, it's just the way it sounds here. Just uh, a different, different sound. Uh, big Mike's. Uh, on location, uh, somewhere north of us, but will not be able to call in this weekend. Everywhere is north of us. Yes. Uh, <laughs> it certainly, it usually is until you turn the place around, but, uh, he should be back in <clears throat> next week with a full report. We'll get a little, a uh, little bit more, uh, NASCAR scoop from him as and attending a, a live event there for the weekend and uh probably some shenanigans and buckies and a wall of beef jerky and who knows what else is gonna happen so shenanigans have to happen on saint patrick's day happy saint uh, patrick's day yes cheers yes throw your shillelagh in your air like you just don't (laughs) care Uh, something like that (laughs) yes it's uh saint patrick's day so uh, we're all a little bit of Irish, you know, so, uh, you know, just be safe out there, folks. That's right. Yeah. You don't have to act Irish. Just, you know, you know, just be Irish. Just don't act like it. That's it's, funny because my daytime job, that was the first thing somebody mentioned was don't act like fools after work. And I'm like, I'll be careful in the kitchen with Today is National Amateur Day, actually. Uh, yes, that's why I don't. Big yeah. This is this is the day to stay home, folks. Okay. Let the yeah. Idiots, the, the jail cells will be full enough. They don't need your ass in there. <laughs> yeah, the Montecito is going to be uh, yeah. on high alert. High alert. Yeah, we got the idiots with the uh, hug me of Irish shirts on. Yeah, it's going a little more than hugging. It's day, hugging. Day, Danny and Mike, your security detail, they're going to be busy all, all night, yes, all weekend, all, we- all weekend, yeah. all weekend. I mean, yeah. March Madness. Actually, this will probably go on for about three more weeks. It's pandemonium, baby. Yeah, we, we got, look, this is a great sports weekend. You got um, crazy tor- tournament baseball with the World Baseball Classic, Puerto Rico and Mexico in a very tight game right now. Winner of that uh, has to go against the juggernaut that is known as Nippon, Wait, uh, Japan. Wait, is P-U-R Puerto Rico? Yes. I was trying to figure out what that could have meant. That's Puerto Rico. And then, uh, anyways, uh, we, we got that. You got March Madness with college basketball going on. So, it's a, it is a good sports weekend. And um, – we had Oscars last weekend, mm-hmm. so that was Sunday night. You know, as people may notice, we usually don't have a show till Friday, so it takes a while to kind of cover some of those things that happened earlier in the week. You just have to be patient. You have to be patient. It's worth the wait. 
And which will be great because then you're going to hear about on a Tuesday on Naughty Radio <laughs> about nine days after the Oscars hearing about me talking about the Oscars. We're here to make you feel like you're on vacation and you don't know what day it is. Like, man, these guys really take their sweet ass time to get into <laughs> hot topics. <laughs> this was one of the first award shows, I think, in a long time where, one, I didn't turn it off. Two, I wasn't laughing at the people on the TV. Um, <clears throat> all right. I know Superfan had uh, and had turned it off. Okay. <laughs> That's fine. It's a judgment-free zone. Is Superfan on right now? Oh, yeah, for sure. Okay. So, um, but I, 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 uh, I, I enjoyed it. it. It was nice once the, like, there wasn't something weird going on. It wasn't, um, it, you know, you had the shadow of something, uh, of some social strife the last few years on top of, um, well, last year could have been a normal one uh, until mm -hmm. someone walked on stage and slapped the host in the middle of the show. The slap heard and, around the world. And then uh, the people that produced it did nothing about it. And then everyone gave that guy who slapped the person a standing ovation later in the show. Very weird. Anyways, we've moved on from that. I think Jimmy Kimmel did a admirable job. He brought up the awkwardness of last year, but not too much. All of his jokes were just enough. Like they were, they made you giggle and you're like, oh, that's what he meant. It has to be what he meant. But it was just like one-liners, really. Yeah. You know, speaking of the awkwardness, <clears throat> Chris Rock has a special on Netflix and I mm. watched it and it was uh, not his best stuff. Mm. Yes. But still, I, I, <laughs> I love the Lululemon thing. The, the Lululemon bit though was funny. Yeah, but like he, he makes you wait like almost an hour to talk yeah. about the only thing that you want him to talk. Like the whole special should have been about yeah. The fucking Oscars. Like, yeah. I, I, like, what happened the next day? You'd be like, oh shit, you know, like Dave Chappelle called me and, you know, whatever. There, there's yeah, so it, much. It wasn't there, his best. Uh, not he, his best. He, he left. He crafted. He, the only thing he crafted well was the Lululemon segment in the beginning. What and is the rest that? of it was. It's uh, like an like online Lulu, thing. Uh, yeah, Lululemon. Uh, there's actually a store here in Orlando, but they they sell like those tighties. I don't know, whatever you right. guys no, call I them. I know what Lululemon is. But what All right, well, he, I guess Lululemon, everything's at least $100 for these skin-tight things that everyone wears. That, right. Uh, that's a whole other. So we could do a whole show about who, who and what should be wearing those. But <laughs> Lululemon, they say we, uh, we don't, you know, we... Don't, uh, we're not prejudiced against this, that, or the other, but he goes, you know who they're prejudiced against? Poor people. Yeah. Because <laughs> poor people can't afford Lululemon stuff, you know? Mm -hmm. But they're like gender friendly. They don't, you know, uh, right. discriminate against this, that, or the other, except, except poor people. Yeah. Well, and middle class people, too. <laughs> yeah. Anyway. They cut out a big percentage of people. I, I just want it before. I didn't see the Oscars this year because of the last few years of all just the horseshit. You know, they, I, they, they, from what you're saying, there was no agenda. They did the entertainment and got to business. Yeah, you know, I, I wasn't gonna watch. Uh, we got home from dinner. I purposely did. I watched and then, NASCAR. 
And then uh, we, we were like, let's just flip and just see what's going on. And then we end up watching the whole thing. We just missed, uh, uh, you know, a couple of the awards, uh, which were the supporting. Um, congratulations, Jamie Lee Curtis. Mm-hmm. She finally gets the, the win. Uh, the name game win. Well, yes, because uh, if we're referencing, because she she was in, she won for her performance as Deidre B. Deidre or something. It's a very weird name. Uh, in Everywhere, Everything, All at Once, which we're like actually three quarters through uh, watching that movie. And all I could say is, um, so far of watching the movie is, it's, it's just very different. It's. It's not a comic book movie. Uh, it's definitely not a period piece. It's not a Jane Austen. Um, it's not about fucking zombies. It's beyond. It's different. It's unique. And so, let me ask: Where are you streaming this? Are, are you obviously, you're streaming uh, they, this one where we picked up off of um, uh, Amazon Prime. I'm going to take a look at it. You, you said something good about it. I'm going to check it out later. Yeah. You, look, I. You can get a I, Showtime trial for free on Amazon. They cleaned house in the Oscars. I mean, I, I think they end up pulling up like seven Oscars. Mm-hmm. They they won Best Supporting Actor, mm-hmm. Kiwi Kwan, a.k.a. Uh, Data. Data, a.k.a. Oh, really? Yes. 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 Um, he was fantastic in it. Um, they got Best Actress, Michelle Yeoh. Which he is a good actor, though. I mean, even the Star Trek stuff, he used to do multi characters in that. But I think this show, to me, it like summarized him as an actor. Like, I mean, the movie is all over the place. You will feel everything like really quickly. Yeah, the the main the main people you had to have range. I mean, they took three of the four big awards Mm -hmm. as far as for the actors. Right. And then they got Best Director, which was co-directed, uh, Best Original Screenplay, mm-hmm. written by the both guys that directed it, and, you know, movie. And then there was something else they won, too, and mm-hmm. I, I don't know what it was. It was like, a, I think, it, one of the technical awards. Well, Jamie Lee Curtis won one, right? Or no? Yeah, yeah, Jamie Lee. I mean, and look... Jamie Lee's, uh, you know, kind of royalty. She grew up in Hollywood. You know, she comes from, you know, a, a family, a background of it. But what was cool, like through the night, they would always show Jamie Lee, no matter what was going on. She was like just cheering everyone on all night. It, like that whole group was obviously a tight, tight knit group. I just got chills. Well, you know, they for someone that's growing up in Hollywood, she's a very grounded woman. Yes. And and you know what? She actually dragged Christopher Guest out. You know, that's her husband. Yeah, yeah. Uh, mm-hmm. he, he, was, he was actually out there. <laughs> he, he looked a little out of place, but he was there. He was there. Because he, he skips a lot of those, those type of things, it seems like. Well, this was something that I was shocked. I didn't know she was in it. I had heard about it, actually, I want to say like six months ago or so on the show, on the podcast. There was a listener that was typing about it on the message board. That might have been school bus driver. I think it was. Yeah. It was somebody that we've talked to several times. Yeah, yeah. And I was like, what is this? And I Googled it at the time, and I couldn't figure out what the movie was about. Now I know why, because it's about 
everything and nothing all at once. How about that? Yes. And then some stuff in between. Yeah, it's just, it's like astrophysics. It's fun. It, to explain the movie. But it's like, it's serious. And then the next minute you're like, what the hell is going on right now? And then you like think you're going to cry and then you're cracking up. Yeah, yeah. It gets really surreal. Uh-huh. Yeah. Very good. Um, you know, that the outlier, of the, the big awards. Well, um, All Quiet's on the Western Front, which is a remake. And, um, and I've seen the original one years and years and years ago. And I think a lot of kids didn't school yet to watch it. But uh, they, they won a bunch of awards and a lot more technical. But uh, the the other more prominent was uh, Brendan Fraser won mm-hmm. Best Actor. Mm-hmm. Which is kind of cool. Like, he was very emotional like he could not handle it Mm-mm. uh no. what which is fine i mean he's had a roller coaster of a, a career but uh, i want to see that now i do uh i heard it's a kind of a hard movie to watch hmm. but his performance is good but it's 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 a very sad movie oh, so mind. yeah you you got to be in that mindset no. yeah I don't like that yeah well he's a whale <laughs> He plays a whale. It's like Shallow How. Uh, I never saw that. But. Shallow, well, that's a little different. That's Jack Black and funnier. Oh. Yeah. That's a comedy. Uh, I didn't see it. <laughs> uh, so it was cool, though. That, there are, so after the event, like the, the after party, there was a picture of... Uh, 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 shit, I'm gonna I be, hope you saw the same picture I did. No, with Quan. Uh, with Brendan Fraser, because they were together in Encino Man. They played together. So they were she like... She was in that? No, no, no. The supporting actor, Quan. Not you think of Michelle Yeoh. Oh, I did. Yeah. yeah. No. Wait, he was in that? Yes. Yeah, he was like one of the students in the class. Oh, wow. Yeah. I so it was like a, like a mini reunion, but then also at the end, you had... Um, the When they did the movie of the year you know and they have the 10 you know harrison ford came out oh yeah that you was know. good he comes out but you know Quan again runs up on stage when they win like <laughs> hugging him yeah <laughs> anytime you year for a guy uh at his uh-huh. age yeah, hey, hey listen any anytime you get a moment with indy and short round reuniting it's going to make me happy. Mm-hmm. I think a lot of people are happy. And you could see, like, Harrison Ford's uh, kind of a, like a serious guy. Like, he was generally smiling seeing him and, like, hugging him on stage. It was really fun to watch because uh-huh. he's, he's a very uh, private, personal person. You uh-huh. know, he doesn't, he doesn't wear his emotions on his sleeves whatsoever other than fuck off right. that emotion. <laughs> um. The musical performances were good. Mm-hmm. Um, they were very good. I missed the one I really wanted to see because I was folding laundry. Before. Yes. Uh, she was folding laundry during Lady Gaga's performance, which I was like, was amazing. She went out there, you know, instead of being like dressed to the nines, uh, she, she just kind of dressed down t-shirt, some ripped jeans, and she played the song from the Top Gun soundtrack. Hold my hand. Hold my hand. And, um, I mean, what a pro. Um, 
she just shows why like any year you, you get her involved in music and she can do something special and she's such a, a performer. But Rihanna performed later and it made me think of why didn't we get this Rihanna at the Super Bowl and night and day night and day. I'm like, Oh, okay. Like I had to question whether that was her or not. It obviously was her, but I was like, obviously I can't. Remember she, she, she crushed was. it. She uh-huh. crushed it. Oh yeah. Cause that, that, I believe that was a song for the movie black Panther. Oh yeah. Yeah. That's right. Her Which, outfit was awesome. She was still pregnant as hell, but I think she had something against the Super Bowl. Yeah, I don't know. I don't know if maybe they're like, well, we're in a stadium and who who fucking knows? Yeah, she was made she was made to do that performance, you know, when she signed up. This and they're like, This is what you'll do. Oh, I see what you mean. Um Yeah, you know the song the from uh what's it called again? Wakanda Forever mm-hmm. that she sang, it made me think of when I liked her as a singer. Like that type of song is what she should be singing to me. Like I, I don't know, it shows off her talent, her range. Yeah, yeah. Case, okay, so I'm going to show you the picture that I thought you meant that you saw online of the after party for the Oscars, and you can describe it to the listeners out there. Oh, well, there's a girl wearing night floss over her <laughs> nipples. It's nice. You're welcome. <laughs> and instead of me too, it's hashtag you too. It's a feather. I don't even know who she is. I uh, oh, Euphoria. Uh, yeah, uh, that was a HBO show. She's literally wearing a feather. Well, it's just kind of funny how some of these people show up and you're like, uh, you're on a TV show. This is the Oscars. <laughs> Yeah, you know, this is for movies. This is for movies, right? Uh, not TV oh, shows. Yeah. Uh, I did get nervous when they, you know, brought out John Travolta because he's kind of had a couple dust ups in the last few Oscars. You know, uh, you know, imaginary names or whatever. <laughs> and then you're like, oh shit, he's doing the in memoriam. And uh, but before it got to that part, I think he had a really try. Like he was concentrating big time. Oh no, you could tell he he worked through it. Mm-hmm. I mean, it, it was very emotional, and you know, I think a lot of people assume that it's just Olivia Newton-John, but it, it's got to be Kirstie Alley too, because they had to have been close because of not just their working relationship, just their spiritual relationship. Mm-hmm. They were pretty close to, to each other. So uh, I have chills everywhere. That part got me. But he he he. Did all right and didn't come up with a new weird wacky name or go off script or something like that. No, he did really well. But the next day, you know, you know, like the Oscars can't really get that in memoriam right for some reason. It's they're always missing somebody. But I'm, you know, like, well, what's the show about? Is it are are we going to do an? You could do an hour long tribute to everyone that died last year. And they, they got to honor people that worked on the technical side. That's what the, the Academy of the Arts and Motion Pictures is about, too. Right. Yeah. It's not just the performers, mm-hmm. but the be- people be- behind the performers that make the performers that great, too. You know, mm-hmm. whether it be writers and producers and set designers and costume people and blah, blah, blah. Right. Mm-hmm. So you, you got to have a blend. And look, I get it. There, there wasn't Paul Servino wasn't in it. Um, and I said 
when we were watching, I was like, no, Tom Sizemore, but he had just passed away. Mm-hmm. So, I just wondered if they had it ready and, I mean, probably could edit it, but what do I know? Right. They, they just never can seem to make anyone happy with it. Mm-hmm. I, I don't know if they, they should dump it. They but, should have people put suggestions. Like, well, well, they had they had at the end like a QR code you click yeah. on to watch more, and I think people got more pissed about that. Who would do that? Like, who would be like, I want to see the dead people. Like, let me see who died. Yeah. Let me hold on. Can you rewind it? We don't even have that feature. That QR code was there for like a millisecond. I'm <laughs> sure if you go to Oscars.com. Yeah. Am I making that up? Oscars.com? That's got to be a thing. I think it's got to be a thing. Here, I'll... Yeah, you look that up. I'll validate or not. And then while you're talking about that, um, I don't know. I guess there was some, like, weird interview in the red carpet with Hugh Grant and people like, he's an asshole. I'm like, no, I think he's just British. Mm. You know, and dry and whatever. Uh, But I think he had a a really good line. He was, like, set up because they paired him with... Andy McDowell to do, uh, you know, and I forget what award to present. And sometimes they're presenting people for a reason, you know, they, and they were in four weddings and a funeral and it was like the 30th anniversary, oh, which is crazy. Oh, Think about that. That was 30 years ago. So, you know, and that was new for him coming to the American, you know, market, uh, in, in movies. That is tough. The nineties were 30 years ago. Like that's fucked up. Yeah, yeah. Uh, it's funny. He goes out there and he's like, um, you know, Annie McDowell takes care of herself and she moisturizes, and um, that's why she still looks elegant and beautiful, and in so many words. And then he's like, I- I've never used a moisturizer in my life, and my face looks like a scrotum now. Is that what he yeah, said? Yeah, yeah, yeah. It, it was pretty good. Laundry. I was like, all right, that was good. <laughs> you could hear like, you know, kind of half and half winning the crowd. But I was like, all right, it's a pretty good line. Because Andy McDowell, she looks great. I mean, she's got to be in her 60s. She looks fantastic. She? Yeah, like her, her skin's perfect. Yeah. Perfect skin. I'll Google her. Yeah. I missed that part. So just so you know, because I know everybody needs to know. Yeah. If you type in Oscars.com, it redirects you. So everybody must think there should be an Oscars.com. <laughs> it automatically puts you on ABC.com. And then if you look at the whole thing, it's ABC.com backslash shows backslash Oscars. They probably should have just stuck with Oscars.com. Maybe some guy bought Oscar the website. The yeah, or I don't know. Uh, maybe Jewel Osco or no, no, no one been worked right. I don't know. I'll work on that. <laughs> but one. it does. I mean, it gets you there. So Andy McDowell is sixty four. Sixty four. She looked great. She's five eight. She's kind of tall. That's kind yeah, of tall. That's tall for a woman. That's uh, well, well for an actress. They're they're yeah. usually kind of. Oh, see, they're showing me a picture from almost ten years ago now. But she looked damn good there. I don't know. Overall, I guess say my takeaway of the Oscars, I was entertained. I was entertained. They they kept it moving along. I think they helped with like, hey, let's trim some of the speeches. Like, have something passionate to say, but moving along. Don't drone on and. Yeah, nobody was. Did anyone think, get drowned out by the music? 
I don't think so. Yeah, like one person, and <laughs> and the crowd was like, they like got mad for. I messed up. For the music. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It That's was, awesome. it, but it was like one of the the technical. Uh, oh, I forget what it was. Aww. Shit, nobody cares about. Yeah, but it might have been like for, I don't know, costume design or something like that. But overall, pretty good. So, you know, maybe maybe I'm hooked back into the Oscars. Um, I think Top Gun uh, won like for best sound. So. It didn't win for enough. Yes, I think that's right. That's all right. Hey, look, it, it, that's uh, a popcorn movie, you know, but to get nominated means something, you know, for them to acknowledge a movie like that uh, is, I think, a win, win enough. Hmm. All right. I mean, you know my feelings about that movie. Hey, uh, well, Anna, we, we saw it in the theater. Phenomenal. <laughs> Times two. In like a week. <laughs> so good. Do you know Andy McDowell's real name is Rosalie Anderson McDowell? Yes, I do. Hmm. I did not know that, but Rosalie's a much better name. My mom's middle name was Rosaline. Hey, I get it. You know. Meet too many Rosalies. She's been mm -hmm. a spokesperson for L'Oreal since '86. Well, that explains. Ah, you know, I really do think they're a good company. My uncle worked for them back in the day, and Uncle L'Oreal. Well, sort of. I hope they're still testing on animals because you want to make sure this stuff is safe. You don't test on humans. Well, and you want them to be moisturized so they don't yeah. like scrotums. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, that's a great. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Jim Martinis, that's the ticket. Yeah. <laughs> is, he, he is British. Yes, he likes a burnt. I gotta look him up now. I don't I don't know what he looks like now. Hey, did you set up a uh, a, a March Madness bracket this year? I did not. You know why? Because all it takes is one team and it's usually a favorite, you know, a team that was a top 10 team that's, you know, predicted to go all the way. Oh, oh wait, I got breaking news. Oh, wait, 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 breaking news. Number 16, Fairleigh Dickinson knocked out Purdue. A number one seed. See what I mean? That's oh. it. So, so there's your bracket. If you're at Purdue, wah, wah. Yeah, but they, tell just, what happened last 68,000 people just dropped from that. Wait, wait, last night, Princeton, Put on your dancing shoes because you beat the Wildcats of Arizona. I, I was just like laughing when I saw that. I was like, yeah. Princeton. Princeton. Nobody thought they could play sports. Bunch of nerds. <laughs> and then it's going to be the Tigers versus the Tigers tomorrow. That's right. Princeton Tigers, Mizzou Tigers. Mm -hmm. Looks like JLo's been watching. Really? Look at the look at the message board. No. Oh. Oh, oh, I, I got you. That one. I wanted to jump on the message board, but Oh, Virginia's gone also. Oh jeez. Really? Yikes. Oh. Yeah, see uh and uh, listen, uh this is gonna cheer up sweet Melissa. The University of Hurricanes or Miami of Hurricanes. They're gone. Uh, well, they're in a fight for their life oh. against Drake. I think he. Wow. I think that's a Nickelodeon university. 
or a hip hop star. I don't. I don't know. It's one of those. Those are pink shoes. They're very pretty. So tonight in Studio D, we're flipping between the World Baseball Classic and some uh, March Madness. And, and uh, in the World Baseball Classic, I, I'll tell you what: this Puerto Rico Mexico game's really good, and. The World Baseball Classic gets better every time it comes around because every time it comes around, there's another country now you're like, they're a problem. They're a problem and they're not going away. You know, before it was Netherlands. And then when you realize Netherlands, you're like, oh, they're not actually Dutch or all the guys on the islands. I didn't they're know they could good. play baseball in Italy. Yeah, I, this is their second uh, World Baseball Classic. Uh, all right. Here, uh, yes, uh, they're decent. Piazza's their manager. And fun f- fun fact, they have an espresso machine in their dugout. What? Of course they do. Yes. Oh, my God. You got to love the Italians. Like, I got to have a little, little pick-me-up. Crazy. They got a fucking Luigi <laughs> back there tossing dough, too, making little fucking pies. Called, they call them pie I'm, tell- pies. I'm telling you, it's, it's true. They have an espresso yeah. machine. Can I share another fun fact? Please. Now, this it's one I don't... Fun. I know. I don't know this off the top of my head. Every fun fact that I find is from the Google machine. Um, That's but, a fun fact. Right? I like that the fun fact is that you don't know fun facts. <laughs> fun fact, I don't know any fun I'm, facts. But here's a fun <laughs> fact from the Google machine. <laughs> I'm an imposter. Uh, apparently. 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 Breaking news. <laughs> Princeton. Well, okay, this is also a fun fact. Princeton is not for profit. It's listed as not for, for profit. But that was not the fun fact. The fun fact is that apparently it was founded in Elizabeth, New Jersey in 1746. And then somewhere along the way moved to Princeton, New Jersey. That's weird, right? They moved the whole university? I guess. Hmm. Or rebuild. I don't know. <laughs> well, if you've been to Elizabeth food. lately. It's, yeah. It's, it's a ghetto, but yeah. the food is fabulous. My mom, <laughs> my mom lived in Elizabeth as a kid. Well, but that's yeah, where we used to go and get our dinner when I worked at when uh, we were working out of Newark. Well, yeah, my mom worked in Newark too. They're like yeah. your radio, don't they're like don't leave, don't go into Elizabeth without your radio. Because <laughs> it? like, it, it's a it's a rough area. Oh, I, I got you, I got you. So see, she lived in so a nice send someone to, uh, One of us would go into Elizabeth and get our food, and then we'd watch the planes. This person's planes. Huh. Hey, let me tell you about someone I got to meet this week. I got to meet someone that was a seventh generation oh, yeah. circus performer. She trained elephants. Now she's out of a job. Well, she's retired. She's like oh. 70 now. So she was retired about the time when that all changed. And we we're kind of saying like, you know, that don't happen anymore. You know, like her job's gone forever. But Wait, is that why the FSU circus went away? 
I yes. bet you it yes. was. I just realized. You know, I wonder why the Ring well, Brothers College, they never have a team in March Madness. They need to step it up. They could. Them clowns. Them clowns are pretty uh, acrobatic. Give them a ball. We could. Well, her, her, her father was brought over by the Ringling Brothers from Italy. They had all sorts of wheels turning and bringing people in. Well, I mean, they, they were they were constantly bringing different Europeans in. Mm-hmm. I mean, but it was fascinating talking to her about that. And I was like, so I said something about Gibsonton. She's like, oh, no, no, no. Gibsonton's for carnies. The performers live in Sarasota. The carnies live in Gibsonton. And she's you don't like. don't want to be associated with them. Well, she's. She's like, I get along, but she's like, there is definitely um, a difference between the two. Um, and, but she's like, you know, when circus performers look down at carnies a little bit, but she's like, um, she said, the carnies made the money. Mm-hmm. She's like, they made the money, not the performers. So she's like, it, it was a weird balancing out where a performer would turn up their nose at that your lower class, but the carnies always had money and the performers were always broke. Like that is kind of, it's still art. You know, there was a really competitive back turn of the century where they would recruit all over the world Mm -hmm. when circus was a big form of entertainment. Sure. Mm -hmm. You know, so that's what she's probably referring to how they got recruited from Italy. Yes. That's what these guys would do. Yeah. Well, she was born in America. Um, Her mom was actually Norwegian. I, I don't know. It was just fascinating. Mm-hmm. I mean, it, it was something that the family did, though, because mm-hmm. I'm like, well, how do you start training elephants? Because not like I walk out in my backyard. There's an elephant. Right. I'll wrangle it in and start mm-hmm. training it. It's not something you just accidentally peanuts and he fucking snorts one up. Yeah. Follows yeah. it back oh. to your backyard. I named him Stampy. You know, I think that was a Simpsons episode. That was way to go, Casey. That was a Simpsons. You weren't going to get that one by me. (laughs) Tried to groove that fastball. Nope. I fucking greased that one over over the left field ball. We're like, ooh, Stampy. That was a great, hey, that's a great episode, too. If you haven't seen the Stampy episode. Homer, Homer in the elephant. Yeah, so yeah. Can't get elephant in the backyard. <laughs> but I was like, ah, oh, it's crazy that she's like, um, uh, in Williston, there's a the lady that has. Uh, <laughs> there's he's a crying lady. at the end as he's eating the lobster. He's dipping him in butter and shit. He's crying. <laughs> oh yeah, because he took a hot bath with it. Yeah. Oh, it's <laughs> We learned from the elephant, so we got a pet lobster. And took a hot bath with him. Uh, <laughs> they traded it in for a plow truck. Just this guy, just a complete fucking buffoon. Uh, most beloved character on TV. Anyway, uh, I digress. So she's got a friend that's got um, like a a rescue in like Wilson. There's. They have elephants there. It's like for educational. I guess you can bring kids there and stuff like that. That that would be up in that area, right? Mm -hmm. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And and it's pretty rural up there. And oh, they do have the good vet school. Actually, it's Mm -hmm. attached to UF. I had a friend that went to the vet school there. 
and she was all into horses and equestrian type. So how did she train these elephants? I mean, how did they get started? Seven generations. Yeah. She was the seventh generation. It's what they, it's what the family did. That's crazy. So these elephants were also a six or seven generation, right? They would breed and have a baby. And- I, I, I would imagine so. You can't and go you to know, like the local pet store and get a stampy. I need a. T- <laughs> no, you can't. I, and you know, it's interesting talking to her because look, um, there are organizations that weren't happy about it. And look, I'm sure we could find videos of whatever. But truth be told, I mean, she's someone that just loved animals and loved working with them. And, you know, that, that's who she was. And she wanted to show show that off and show that skill off. And But, you, you know. Did you meet her at, the, at, the, at your place of employment? Co- or correct, at a correct. Social event? Okay. Uh, yeah, just just on the, the here and now, just by, by happenstance, really. Right, um, right. It was like a... And we were just killing time, just talking, and uh, and I I always like meeting people like that because then it's just like, well, I'm very curious. I have a lot of I have a lot of questions. When you say I trained elephants, mm-hmm. I'm going to start asking a lot of questions. Well, because you're not going to find those people anymore. They're all yeah. dead. Like yeah. really, especially dead or or it just it's just gone away. But I mean, especially that particular circus. Yeah. The people that started it are, I'm looking up right now actually to see like how many are left because it can't be that many. Well, Ringling doesn't do any animal acts at all whatsoever. Right. They, they just bring him back the, the circus, mm. but it's all more kind of the, the acrobatics, uh, like the Cirque du Soleil kind of, uh, style of entertainment mm-hmm. you know they're they're just not going to have the animal acts they might have like stunts and stuff like that i remember i went to one that had like a guy in a motorcycle in a cage and a, oh, yeah. a weird little bit but mm-hmm. he didn't get far he was kind of going in circles <laughs> but i guess it was <laughs> exhilarating nonetheless yes well, that's crazy. I know you're talking about this—the motorcycle in a cage. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, yeah, yeah like it's got to be a little. Uh, no room for error in that one. <laughs> no, no, not not so much. Uh-huh. Oops. Hmm. Yeah. This shows there's a. Oh, never mind. The internet lies. Wait, did Barnum? Did they merge? Yes. Ah, uh, that's right. Burn Bailey and Ringling Brothers. Yeah, yeah. They, they, they merged at one point. Oh, they've been with Ringling Brothers and Barnum and Bailey Circus for a while. Um, yeah. I mean, the first time I went to a circus, it was Ringling Brothers. Right. No, but they, they've been merged for, for quite some time. Oh, yeah. I mean, they had their own train. They certainly did. Yeah, I mean, that was a, a total event, them coming to town. And, you know, that's just a, a just a, a product of a bygone era. You know, we'll just kind of grow up and try to explain that to kids and they'll look at you kind of weird. Yep. Yeah, they'll never ever experience an elephant shit. 
Yeah, right. That's funny. Well, at, at, at Bush Gardens, you can still. I yeah. was thinking well, not that. Not the what, same when you got a guy out there shoveling it during the performance. I was <laughs> thinking that without that smell, what. No, I, I think I told that story on the air. I just was the most intrigued. That, that Mr. Big Ed's like, that's what you got out of this? <laughs> the guy shoveling the, the shit? Yeah. I'm like, yeah, this guy had to come out in the middle of the show. There's something about it. It brings you down to earth. With a snow shovel. It wasn't even a spade. It was a snow shovel. It was wide. Well, yeah. yeah. You, you got well, you know, uh, to you you scoop wide on something like that. Have you seen yeah. the size of its tail? He had, it was definitely a, you know, a, like a, a wrist action. He knew what he was doing. <laughs> I paid shit shoveler, I guess. So. Hey, fourth generation. Yeah, he came, he came over from Poland. They uh, he was recruited uh, with the uh, the elephant he, guy. He came over from more Eastern Europe. Yeah, <laughs> job is good. <laughs> so I was right. A lot of the people in that were in Sarasota when they first started coming here are gone because it was 1927. The interwebs tell me that they made Sarasota their winter home. Wait, wait. Was this a fun fact, or are you just talking? A little bit of both. Okay. Just checking. <laughs> apparently. Yeah, apparently. But that's interesting, right? 1927 is a long time ago now. Uh, yeah. A little longer. I wonder if the people left have like circus reunions. Guy brings his shovel with him. <laughs> Hey, that'd be fun. He could like shovel the performers. And is, that like the like... Sho- is that like the shovel? Is that like the shovel? Yeah, shovel good. Is it authentic? Fuck you. Let me smell it. Right, now that's now you. He's got like that's a gross fact. I know. He's got like rubies in the handle. Yeah. Or <laughs> You know, like this is for decoration only. This is actually we 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 don't actually use this one for. <laughs> this is the trophy. This yeah, is this, the braggart. This one here. Yeah, this is just a decorative uh, shit shovel. Everyone knows that. Yeah. It's for the shit show. Anyone yeah. that shoveled elephant shit knows that. Yeah, I mean, there's like six on. of us in the world. It's a dying breed. Yep. Where do you go from there? Uh, if you're Aaron Rodgers, probably to the Meadowlands. <laughs> yeah. He's slowly fulfilling this prophecy of going to Jets, having a mediocre season, or actually probably putting up some big numbers, but it's the Jets. They'll be 8-8, eight and eight, or they're 17 fucking games, so 8-8-1 eight, eight and one or something. Dumb it'd be, like that. It'd be kind of amusing, entertaining if he follows the same path trajectory that that uh, Brett Favre did. Well, look, you're you're right on the hot of the heels of what I was about to say. Because if you're Kirk Cousins in Minnesota, you guys like have like some sweat on the brow right now. You're like, oh fuck, I'm losing my job to Aaron Rodgers here in like two seasons because yeah. it's happening. I need to put up really? some numbers. <laughs> yeah. Sure, well, you know, Aaron Rodgers still has some fuel in the tank. You know, if the if he doesn't take any hits, you know, that's just it. Yep. That's the key. When he seems to have that's the key. Any veteran quarterback. I mean, the Bucks proved it the first year they had 
Tom Brady that he can yep. still play. They just had to take care of him. And, you know, the next couple of years, that line wasn't nearly as good as. Well, you can't let him get wow, the Bucks made a lot of moves this week. Really? Yeah, they cut cut a bunch of people. You know, let Levante. Well, they have to. They're just just so cap strapped. Let Levante David walk. Uh, well, Mike Evans stay right. He's still under contract. Yep. Um, so we're gonna be worse. Than Cameron Brate's gone. Oh. Yeah. Um, good. You're not even gonna good. have a rebuilding year because right. you have nothing. So like these, oh, but, go... but wait, wait. They signed Baker Mayfield, which everyone's going nuts about. But I was like, well, I I would have get I went after Gardner Minshew just because it would have been cheap. But, hey, look, you, you're going to get Baker Mayfield cheap. And, and if Trask isn't ready. Well, how would you know? Well, you're going to find out pretty quick. You know, if twelve weeks, if, he, if he if he's pissing himself in the huddle, you're like the kid's not ready. You need to put someone out there that can kind of play but at if least we're and hold lose, it together. We should at least be able to watch a guy piss himself on the field. Yeah, it's listen. It's not as fun as it sounds. Yeah, yeah. Peeing your pants is a little overrated. Trust me. <laughs> I've been, peeing my pants. I've been peeing my pants for 45 years. It's just not fun. Yeah. Speaking of, where's Subway? That makes me think of that. Hmm. If peeing your pants Damn. is cool, I'm the Miles Davis. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, he's he's, he's probably taking yeah. a nap. He's too busy he's peeing, peeing his pants. He's peeing his pants while yeah. he's napping. Maybe uh, the ultimate Karen might know. Yeah. That's all right. He's got things to do. Yeah, he's gearing up for probably WrestleMania. Maybe. Yeah, he's making his predictions. Well, I was saying maybe he's going to be in a match. You know, maybe maybe he wrestles. He might have some off off Broadway he didn't tell us about going on. I mean, this guy, you don't know what he's doing. (laughs) Yeah, uh, rumor is he could be making bets in the back room right now. You know, (laughs) always predicting. He could be third male lead in uh, Greece three. We don't know. Or he's just. You think there could be a reason? He's just, or he's just. Why not? Taking a nap. <laughs> yeah. Pissing his pants. That's great. We I don't know where we started this whole thing that he pees his pants, but oh, yeah. we're running with it. <laughs> sorry, Subway. Sorry, not sorry. There's worse things he could be not doing. I don't know where it came from. It just came out. <laughs> He'd be taking it to Pound Town. Oh, speaking of Pound Town, <laughs> I was listening to one of the songs and they say come around, but it sounded like Pound Town. I kept thinking of uh, Subway every time I heard the song. It's the Outlaw song. It's part of my review. You'll hear it. Wait, didn't we watch a TV show where they mentioned Pound Town? Or I thought they did? Wait, where? Didn't we watch a TV show within like the last week or two? And I was like, did they just say Pound Town? Um, I don't know. Oh, man. I should have taken a note or two. Hmm. That's a good question. Mm-hmm. Actually, I want to say it was on, uh, what's the one? Night 60 Court. Minutes. Night Court. Hmm. I'll just have to rewatch them. Oh, actually, I think we have a night court i just realized we must we've got to hey big ed uh you know a, a show we had been watching on apple tv's uh 
another uh, vehicle with uh, Harrison Ford shrinking. So good. yeah, I'm telling you, this guy's done a lot this year. He's a busy guy for you know. Uh, listen, Lou, he's 80. He's doing a comedy for the first time ever. Is he's good. He's yeah. good. You know, comedy's harder. Very much harder. But he's the, the dry humor. So. Yeah, and and you got to nail the timing. Uh, you know, it's all in the delivery and stuff like that. He's he's great. The whole thing's great. But yes, he's very good in it. Definitely. It is a good show. I told Casey the first episode we watched, I said it's like they got all of the best sarcastic actors and actresses and put them all in one show, and it's great. Yeah. So good. Yeah, it's been a fun show to watch. Um, I don't have – I have Apple TV, but I'm not subscribed, so I guess it's, it's – yeah. Huh? There's just so much to watch. There, there is a lot of content. I've been saying that for years. Yeah. I'm usually too this cheap, whole but – work gets um, in, in the way of – Yeah, fucking work. You got to work to watch all the TV shows and pay for all the streaming. I mean, I'm, I'm trying to – And then you're like, okay, I got to go to bed. Uh-huh. <laughs> I'm trying to get my, you know, PlayStation games in. I, I don't even have time for that. Yeah. You got to sacrifice sometimes. Uh, I was playing like video poker. I fell asleep in the middle of the hand. <laughs> Woke up and I found out I folded. <laughs> <laughs> Down 200, you even play three hands. I was like, oh, well, that's not good. <laughs> oh, all right. Time to go to bed. Yeah. <laughs> Uh-huh. <laughs> and I don't watch anything when I get up in the morning. I don't what TV doesn't go on. I don't ever put. I actually didn't watch TV at all for a lot of years until. Well, if you're be with the Bauer, you're gonna have to learn how to like. Well, it. yeah, no, now yeah. I watch. Well, uh, I'll. It'll never work. <laughs> right. Well, I enjoy it. So, sometimes, and I haven't in a while. Uh, just. Because we're different working schedules, but I would normally when I wake up, I just put on the TV so it's in the background while I'm getting ready. Meanwhile, if I put the TV on in the background, I ain't gonna get shit done. Oh no, it, it don't bother me. I just need I the, uh, you know. No, there's people that are that way for sure. There's two different kind of people in this world. Yeah, there's the morning for me is about music. Oh, music see. until I leave the house. All day now that you know, since I've been final. doing these retrospects the last two years, music. Oh yeah, for sure. Yeah, I just like silence. Takes a lot of listening. Guests, who out there like silence? Sometimes. Maybe I'm the only one. Well, they might like them because no one's responded. <laughs> yeah. Oh, I can't do it. We are all. Oh our, uh, we have hundreds of thousands of listeners that like si- silence because they're not listening. <laughs> silence is golden. Wait, I think my whistle machine is broken. Is that coming out of my mouth? Yes, the crow sound. You mimicked a crow perfectly. Oh my gosh! Does a possum make a very awful noise? An opossum. Uh, I, I guess it could. Like one that sounds like a bird, like attacking something. Uh, no, that would probably be a bird. I thought, well, maybe it attacked the possum. Last night I was sitting outside 
and I heard this noise that like, I was sort of frozen thinking I probably should go inside, but then I was frozen. And all I saw afterwards was an opossum, but it looked like it was lost. Like it ran across the street. Well, it they walked. usually are lost. Hey, it's an opossum the same as a possum? I think so. Okay. I was wondering why you were going opossum. Well, I know how to spell it. Opossum, where art thou? <laughs> yeah. Uh, opossum, opossum. <laughs> yeah. Can we have a whole show of saying things? No, that that's about it. That's <laughs> that's, that's it. all you got. Oh. Yeah. Well. But possum. Nope. <laughs> no. Well, that was fun. <laughs> yeah. So, um. Anyways. So oh, look, I you, looked up possum and it says opossum. Yeah. Well, that's not how you say it. It says North American informal. So formally speaking, it's a possum. And informally, it's an opossum. James is sleeping. Casey just took his Subway. Uh, the the eagle is uh shit the nest, I believe. Is... Yeah. Subway opossum. Ultimate Karen is out, but she's uh, very sure that he's uh, asleep. I think it's the O that makes it funny. It's like an Irish possum. Yeah. 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 Like, oh, fuck. Irish. yeah. <laughs> right. Oh, fuck. Yeah. <laughs> Usually, right, last thing you hear in a cockpit voice recorder. <laughs> oh, God. Oh, fuck. Oh, no. Well, it is St. Patrick's Day. <laughs> oh, fuck. Oh, fuck. <laughs> Pull out of the bar, cop pulls behind you. Oh, fuck. Oh, fuck. <laughs> <laughs> All right, you're right. I see your point. It is funny. Yeah. Hey, right, so did you watch any of the race? Negative. Okay. Again, Kyle Larson, you know, with 40 to go, he's out front and he's crushing two two seconds ahead of everybody. Three to go. Caution comes out. They line up and he finishes. He had a top five. He had a car on long runs, you know, he had to get it going. Right. I don't want to say he was Rob, but I, I would be frustrated. No, his name's not Rob. <laughs> oh, frustrated. Oh, frustrated. He's like, oh, fuck, when he saw that caution. He knew exactly what it was. Oh, bother. Oh, fuck, heavens to Murgatroyd. Uh, who won the weekend <laughs> before? He won again. <laughs> heavens to Murgatroyd. That was. Uh, oh, fuck. Where is that from? That's, uh, I, he was a Hanna Barbaric. Yeah. Heavens to Murgatroyd. Uh, Exit stage left even, you know. Oh, that was, uh, that was Wally Gate, not Wally Gate. No, 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 no. He was like, like, a, he was like, like a panther. He was a yeah, panther. Yeah, he'd be like, I'm going to get me some woodpecker pie. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Huh. Anyway, the guy that won last week, 
he won he won back to back races this same strategy come in get four get a push on the start i can't think of his name right he's sick and uh and danica patrick she looked good i heard she's being replaced for this week i, I just saw a headline i didn't read it don't know what's wait going wait on. danica patrick was racing no no she's a commentator with with clint boyer and mike joy mike oh, joy he I said there's a couple i don't know there's a handful of fans that made a con uh are mad at mike joy because he said okay we're gonna go to our last 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 commercial and he goes, I know you keyboard warriors are going to get out there and say, you know, and he's, it, it was nothing, you know, off color or anything like that. But these keyboard warriors had a fit. And now Mike Joy's got to, I don't know if he has to apologize, but, you know, they're expecting him to address it. So fucking stupid. Anyway. And then Danica Patrick, I don't know what she did. I thought she did a good job. Right. I think she does good. And, you know, Clint Boyer's always got to make jokes. I'm like, well, that's the chemistry they want. They want to have this straight guy, the analyst, and, you know. Can, yeah, they're never going to make they, 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 they want to have someone happy. You yeah, know? yeah, well, you want to have someone that's like, uh, you know, having fun. And then someone that could speak the language that's been out there. And, and Boyer can, but I mean, do you, do you want to watch like four hours of a car race and the guy's like, all right, they're going around that turn again. <laughs> you know, I mean, you know, you, you got to have some type of woman banter that's entertaining. Well, I don't, I don't um, care that it's a no, woman. No, I'm not talking I, about the woman. I'm I talking about Boyer. I mean, you just look. What was great about Phil Rizzuto when he called Yankees games were like the games that were the blowouts or whatever. And he's talking about like, so this game in like 1946 and it was raining and there are frogs everywhere. Like you don't even even know what he's talking about. Yeah. He had a little, uh, I think a touch of dementia on the air too, but he was good. He made it, he made it interesting. Do you know, what was the name of that guy? Mike used to bartend at Outback and then over at uh Yep. Yeah. Gray hair. He was gray before his time, you know? He's Absolutely. So every time I walked into OBs, he'd be like, They're not yelling boo, they're yelling Lou. And me and maybe six <sighs> other people in the bar got it, you know? Whoever watched right. WPIX Yankees. Yep. Because Phil Rizzuto would say that time, about Lou Pinella. Every time if Lou Pinella got up five times in the game, every time they come up. Bill Rizzuto would say, they're not yelling boo, they're yelling Lou. You know? That's pretty good. And I don't know if, if he remembered that he said it four other times that evening or 68 other times Aww. that week. Aww. No, but, that's just, I think, just the way he was. He was, called, he was a color, co- they called it a color commentator. You know, that's right. what he was. He was, and then he would leave at the eighth inning because he was going to beat traffic. Yeah. Just all of a sudden, it got really quiet. Yeah, yeah. He he always left. He never <laughs> he never stayed for a home game. He he would well, just to take get, off. I tell you what, to get out of the Bronx or Shea Stadium after the ninth inning, it was it was because he, he was out in the Jersey. Yeah. Okay. No yeah. matter what direction you're going, you still got to get out of the Bronx. I can appreciate that. That's a chore but, in itself. Yeah, he would he would even always, without traffic. But, Phil Rizzuto would always leave the game early. Yeah, he's a 
Listen, I'm not I'm not a Yankees fan, but I I can appreciate. You know, I watched many a Yankee baseball. game because there are nights that the Mets weren't on. So yeah, we'll watch the Yankees. Watch. Did you know, he say like bye baseball. before he left? No, absolutely no, not. No, he, no, he was he, Irish goodbye. He was just he was yeah. just off there, <laughs> off there. In the spirit of put a five spot on the bar, he'd leave. He just Irish gone. A Finsky gone. It'd be a Finsky. He's gone. With with Abe facing the bar. That's so funny. Uh, Maybe he said those silly things to be remembered. Uh, Well, Well, his his catchphrase was talking about it. Those catchphrase was "Holy cow." Really? Holy cow! Holy, Holy cow. cow! Did yeah. you see that? That was before Bart Simpson said it. Oh, long before, like forty years before. That was Warner Wolf's catchphrase. I don't know if you remember Warner Wolf. And he called. He called. Uh, listen, Phil Rizzuto was in the booth and called uh, Roger Maris's sixty-first home run. Really? Oh, really? That's that's the call. They always they always play it on TV. That's. That's Rizzuto giving the call. Hmm. You probably played it for me, right? I don't know. Maybe. Hmm. It's hard to say. Not knowing. So how'd the Yankees look at spring training? Uh, Oh, yeah, yeah. So I did go to a spring training game um, this week. like the Phillies, they had a pitcher I wasn't familiar with. He got rocked. Uh, they were down seven runs. They came back. Uh, they end up losing like nine to eight late in the game. But um, Judge looked good. Uh, they have a center fielder that looked very questionable. That guy was just like, oh, a four mile, you know, four mile an hour, like you know, cross breeze really confused him. So. <laughs> That kid's gonna have a hell of a time on the West Coast swing. Um, you know the, the the Yankees are a team that they have firepower. Um, I, I just don't think they have the defense. Um, but the pitching will be better this year. You know the, the, they they have some pitching, so they'll they'll be good. We'll we'll see how it all plays out. Um, the Rays, the Rays got really good pitching. They got some defense. Their question is, are the bats going to be there? Uh, the Blue Jays are going to be good. The Orioles are going to be better. And then who knows what the Red Sox are going to do? I mean, seriously, they're just uh, – uh, in that division, the Red Sox can win 106 games or 46 games. Yeah. Hmm. It, lately, it seems like it goes either way with that franchise. So, um, should be interesting. But the Yankees look decent enough. Um, you know, but going to spring training in Tampa with the Yankees, the further you get away from George, it's just, it's different. It's a different feel there, for sure. Hmm. But the weather was nice. and hey, Spring training, it's... You, you always have good seats. Everyone's in a good mood. The weather's nice. Was I mean, the T-Bone there? Negative. T, T-Bone and T-Bone Jr., uh, which would be uh, the hamsteak, uh, yeah. was not there. 
they Mr. they were Big not. Ed? No, 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 go, no, go. Tried, uh, no, go. So, uh, I went with, uh, uh, some, a coworker and he brought his daughter. So she plays softball. And so it was a good time. Good. Yeah. She was paying the bills. She was keeping the lights on in this place. Somebody's got to. Right. Because I wasn't that day. <laughs> Not nope. that day. Nope. You were off from Bill Payne, Judy. It certainly was. I was, getting, I was keeping that economy going. <laughs> you were doing the opposite. Yeah. There, look, there are these well, beer vendors. The look, there are these beer vendors. Look, they missed a year of the pandemic. I'm trying to help them get caught up. Oh, my gosh. Speaking of the pandemic, which I saw one of my guys, he's like, "Hey, I'd seen you a bit." Oh, really? Yeah. <laughs> and you're like, "It's spring training." But, but I see him at the Rays games oh, too. I know you yeah, mean, yeah, actually. yeah. He's funny. Yeah. Um. So I was telling Casey here that my I'm car Casey. insurance. Hi, Casey. Nice to meet you. I'm Sweet Melissa. Oh, hi. Hi. Welcome to Warren Beer and Cheap oh, Seats. Thank you. WBCS. So welcoming. We're talking to Big Ed. So, <laughs> I'm, listen- I'm listening. <laughs> so I was telling Casey, who I just met. That's me. That <laughs> that's like a Tom. That um, that my car insurance like almost doubled, and the woman from my car insurance company was texting. Like I think I had. I had submitted some form online. She was texting while she was driving Probably. to text her that your insurance is going up. <laughs> yeah. She's like, people are doing stupid stuff. That's why the rates are going up. Well, so she she had texted me. So it's easier when I am working my day job to text. So I texted her back. And today she called me. And it just so happened to be a time where I could answer the phone. So I was like, I better get this because I'm not going to want to call her. I answer the phone. Long story short, she tells me that one, it's because I moved and my location. And I was like, wait, huh? So what are you saying here? And two, the other reason my, my cost almost doubled is because of the pandemic. I said, I'm sorry, what? You're going to have to explain a little bit more because now you got me curious. I was like, what is, huh? And I'm like, oh, you mean because you gave us all a discount and now you need that money back? Like, is that what it is? Because nobody was driving. And she's like, oh, no, it's the cost of production of parts. I'm like, well, I'm not ordering any parts. I'm barely driving my vehicle. Yeah, it's time to shop your uh, insurance. Oh, my God. I was like, are you joking right now? No, you you, got to shop your policy. Did anybody else's insurance go up? Uh, Like $60? Not not no. recently, not recently. That's no. Insane. no, but when I moved uh, down uh-huh. south, it, it went up tremendous. Really? I had uh, Florida's expensive. I had a, had a big insurance company uh, that I liked because they were like old school with agents that handled everything. And I'm not going to get into you because I'm not here to promote or right. not promote a company, mm-hmm. but. Um, yeah, they nearly doubled when I came down here, and I was like, "Nope, that's so not going to do it." Like I get the whole risk thing, and I'm sure there's, you know, 
mathematical equations that say Florida, but you got to be kidding. No, you just got to shop it. Like I moved to Florida to Florida, from Florida to Florida. You know, like what? You can't tell me a little ways away and. Right. Oh my God. I've been with them my whole life, my whole driving career. Yep. It happens. I suppose. It happens. Uh, Big Ed? Mm-hmm. Uh, yes. And it's, we, we it's, did our homework. It's a, it's about that time. We kind of went in a little late on this one, but hold on. I think we're right on time. No, we're late. Big, Big Ed's Rock and Roll, roll retrospective. retrospective. Hey, guys. Take it away, thanks. Big Ed. Thank you. So this is uh, our fourth week of doing Southern Rock, and uh, this is Big Mike's pick. He wanted to hear about these outlaws. So here are the outlaws, 1975, their debut studio album. Uh, they're an uh, American Southern Rock band released in 1975. It is self-titled. Most recognizable songs, Greengrass and High Tides, and there goes another love song. The band's influences from Southern Rock bands, the Almond Brothers, Leonard Skinner, as well as folk rock and country rock bands such as the Birds, Poco, the Eagles, the New Riders of the Purple Sage, just to name a few. The band developed a unique, hard-driving country rock sound due in part of the fast-picking Roy Rogers-style guitar playing of Huey Thomason, coupled with their use of three and four part harmonies and incorporation of elements of bluegrass music. The band was also notable for featuring three different frontmen, Thomason, Henry Paul, and Billy Joan, all of whom wrote and provided lead vocals. Paul's vocals in his self-penned track, Song in the Breeze, Stay With Me in Knoxville Girl, brought a strong country flavor to the album, while Jones teamed with Thompson to provide a hard-driving southern rock guitar sound focused on dueling guitar lines. The album was well-received and helped to cement them as a huge concert draw. The album peaked at number 13 on Billboard charts and Greengrass and High Tides was also in the video game Rockstar. This 10 tracks is 41 minutes, 14 seconds. The outlaws are Huey Thomason, Billy Jones, uh, Huey Thompson, lead guitars, vocals, Billy Jones, lead guitars, vocals, Monty Yoho, I like saying that, Yoho, drums. Frank O'Keefe, bass guitar, and Henry Paul, electric and acoustic guitar and vocals. And then we have uh, J.D. Souther, harmonies on It Follows Your Heart, and produced by Paul Rothschild. The album begins with There Goes Another Love Song, a three-guitar attack for these Southern rockers, a song about how the music is helping to heal a broken heart. And just when you think it's about to get at its worst, the music saves you. Songs for you. You'll hear the difference when it is written by Billy Jones and Huey Thompson, a little more of a rock and roll edge with dueling lead guitars. These boys sure can harmonize. And how about Yoho riding the cymbal? Songs in the Breeze. This was a Henry Paul song, and you can hear this a little more bluegrass country style, but still has the harmonizing. You can hear the influences of the Eagles in Poco in this song with quality lyrics about love. It follows from your heart. This shows the softer side in a real pretty ballad with a little help from J.D. Southern. With nice soft fills, cymbal riding by Monty Yoho. Sounds a lot like Timothy B. Schmidt from the Eagles. Makes sense. He was from both Poco and the Eagles. Cry No More, a real country song. Sounds like something you could hear on an outlaw country 
Sirius XM station. I've not given enough credit to Frank O'Keefe. His licks are tasty and keeps the band moving in the right direction. You could plug him into a dozen or so different rock bands and he could do the job. Excuse me. Flip the script. Waterhole. This is a two-minute jam where each guitarist shows off their finger-picking skills and sometimes reminiscent of a Dukes of Hazard chase scene. I don't know. You listen and you tell me. Stay with me. A mid-tempo country rocker about how love, about new love, and if you listen, you might hear the Subway Slams patented pound town. A group effort on vocals where they all sing this one together gives it a full sound. Nice steel guitar, too. Keep praying. This is more of a Southern rocker song than bassist O'Keefe keeps sings about a guy down on his luck. When he makes time with another man's woman, he gets shot and jumps on the next train out of town. This takes his own time and keeps praying that everything's going to be all right. He also does a great job on the bass line as well. Knoxville Girl. A great jam session of finger-picking, something reminiscent of the back of the day of the Grand Ole Opry. A fun song where the group sings and harmonizes a real old-fashioned country rock song. With great finger picking and drum fills. Greengrass and High Tides, probably the most recognizable song on this album. Despite rumors, the song is not about marijuana and getting high, but rather it's about Huey Thompson's, uh, all about his dead rock star favorites like Jimi Hendrix, Janis Joplin, Jim Morrison, Dwayne Allman, and others coming back and playing a show just for him. Certainly noteworthy, this song has great vocal shrills and probably one of the best continuous bass lines throughout this hellacious three-minute guitar jam that lasts about three minutes. Uh, it builds all the way up to the last note of song. What a finish. So to summarize, the album with its blend of Southern rock, country rock, and hard rock, probably one of the most diverse albums I've ever retrospected out of my 76 retrospects. I grew up listening to this on the radio and only heard the heavy stuff that made it to the FM radio, long format I grew up on. I enjoyed this tremendously. It is very much a musician's album, meaning there's a lot of intricacies that the average listener is not going to care for. If you listen to Knoxville Girl or Waterhole, let's not forget the close of Greengrass and High Tides. It's a six-minute Southern Rock triple gar- guitar assault with a bass line that could rival John Paul Jones on the gallows pole. These were all musician songs. These are people who appreciate songs like these and for what I gave, the reason why I gave this three Montecitos. And the Duke Boy of Nessaquag liked Outlaws too, especially the Ghost Riders in the Sky, even on one late evening with L.L. Petrog, giving Big Ed some extracurricular activity in the General Lee on River Road. Helped him keep his foot in it to finish the job. I'm Big Ed. Listen and enjoy. And retrospected is a verb. And we, we appreciate extra credit. <laughs> extracurricular activities. Yeah. Yeah. Look, look, um, what came first? Um, The Freebird or uh, the the high grass or green grass and high leaves or? I I think this this came out. No, no. Skinner was first. Freebird came out. They they all kind of like if you. If you listen to my retrospects, Outlaws did Greengrass and High Tides. Yeah. Blackfoot did the Highway song. They all yeah. had kind of their mantra, their big, dramatic, slow. Their, their epic yeah. song. I would say Highway song is Blackfoot's epic. Greengrass and High Tides. I, you know what? 
there's another Outlaws album. Uh, it escapes me. I have it. I could tell you in just a moment. Right. Uh, that has Ghost Riders in the Sky, which is actually a. I think that's the name of that album, actually. I, I you know, Casey, I don't know. The Outlaws were big when I was growing up. I never really. Yeah. Just just what was on the radio. No, they're they're a band that kind of escaped time as people got older. They kind of forgot about them, but they they were a bigger band for sure. They were they were huge uh, concert draw. You know, they toured with Thirty Eight Special, Skinner, all all the all the acts. They they're still around. They're still touring. You could you could go see them. They're still alive. Listen, the album's good. They're they're technical. I mean, you hear a lot of technical. They 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 do like the now. This is where we need Trip Fink. Uh, they do in the album a couple times, like those little harmonics on the guitar, but there's there's a term for that, and that's where. Yeah, I think they're playing a steel guitar. It's a finger picking thing, like like that's why I said a Rory Rogers type. You know. Yeah, but it's it's a weird sound. Like he goes, bling, bling. I, I don't know. I, I'm not. I'm not going to try to yeah, replicate. Yeah, I got you. There, there's a there, there's a term for that. Um, this is this is right up Big Mike Sally. I, I tell you, he probably liked the songs I was talking about, Knoxville Girl. Boy, no, he likes this album a lot. I bet he does. I, this yeah. Is, this is this is Big Mike right here. This album. It, well, it's definitely. It, listen. No doubt. Uh, you, you know, in, in a way, it actually works best that you did Black Crows last week. And we're going to finish out, um, you know, Southern Rock with The Outlaws. Because it, it, it's a Southern Rock album. There, I mean, this, the Without sound is there. Without it. The sound is there. It's just a different flavor of it. It's just and, and this it, really it, was more like the direction that Marshall Tucker went, you know, the, with mm. the country, the the country rock, the bluegrass sound. Listen, um, the the opening track makes me think of Marshall Tucker band so yeah. much. Yeah. Uh, for sure. Yeah. So that's a that, well. That's a I good... I listened to a lot of Marshall Tucker this week, not because I chose to, but like every if I didn't if I didn't replay this, a- Apple takes over and they start playing like genre music. Oh yeah, you know, uh-huh. and and one of the songs they always play is "Heard It in a Love Song." Oh yeah, yeah, heard yep. it in a love song. And then yep. big, big flute. Yep, it's a great Marshall Tucker song. So Molly Hatchet, there's so much we could have done. Like I didn't do any Almond Brothers, but maybe, you know, we were talking about Melissa. what what uh, what we could do. You know, that would be like a revisit. You know, that's why I want to send you and Big Mike the list. I got a folder now. It's got about right. seventy six to eighty. I didn't count. Sure, yeah. we can like. Hey, look, it's like uh, you know, WWE. They they're they're doing the rivals. You know. Uh, on A&E and they have like a round table of guys that like revisit matches. Yeah, we revisit uh, an album that you reviewed. Sure. Or we could circle back a genre and do like go back to Southern Rock and do an Armour Brothers. Go back to the... Uh, oh, yeah. yeah you know no, what I mean? That's well, what, of know, course, before, of course. Before we go I back mean, to the round table, that would be nice. I, I just wanted to talk to Cappy about how we would 
you know, and I don't think it matters because there's so much content he can pull from. Mm-hmm. You know, right. that, that, you know what I mean? And if I give him the scripts, maybe I could just record one, you know, because I have all the scripts. Yeah, that's, yeah. What, that's what's in the folders. Well, yeah, I mean, that's that's something to definitely discuss and we'll we'll flesh it out a little bit more. Um, and there, look, there there's so much music out there to, to revisit. Uh, we, you know, we, we could, you know, it's not like we're going anywhere. Like, oh, God, we only have six shows left. You know, we're just going to keep going. until. Yeah, we're not Letterman. Yeah. <laughs> we're just getting started. Yeah. Yeah. Sorry, folks. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, there's more. Plenty of fuel in the tank for this one. Yeah. So I I was I was kind of poking around the ideas and I've listed I think our our favorite live albums but we never did any so uh, let's just do like at least four weeks of live albums and okay I'll, I'll kick off with how the West was won ooh all right a little Zeppelin yeah how, you you can't. Only because, to me, this is still new, and it's been out for about 12 or 15 years. But Jimmy Page handpicked these songs from the Song Remains the Same live album from that tour. But the better better better, recordings. Just better nights. Yeah. You know, this, 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 uh, the Song Remains the Same recorded three nights at the Garden. Dude, Zeppelin was just beat up out at this point. They'd been touring for... I don't know how a year and they just did three nights at the, you know, it, yeah, that, that was their bread and butter bands toured, made albums toward that. Now they, they, look, who I knows? Say they they're do. softer now, but well, it's, 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 it's just different. It's uh, the whole yeah. music industry is different. Yeah. Oh, look, fucking Bruce Springsteen out there, like talking about being a blue collar guy and, Tickets are, who knows how expensive they are. <laughs> not not blue collar prices. He so. doesn't know what blue collar is. He, yeah, like. he lost touch after Born to Run. <laughs> yeah. He was born to price. Yeah. <laughs> All these bands, I mean, even the ones that try, like Kid Rock and the Black Crows, they tried Pearl Jam. It, it nearly killed Pearl Jam. The, yeah. You know they they, they wanted took, to give their fans they, an affordable ticket. They they took a Ticketmaster to court and they got absolutely uh, walked over it. Ticketmaster made their lives very difficult for a long time. Do you think Ticketmaster is owned by the government? No, but they're very big corporate entity and they're owned by Live Nation, which. Which yeah, is so bed, it's which is in it, bed with all these people. So, which, which is one company that controls all the ticket prices, and then they're like, "If you don't work with us, then we just push you out of our venue," and then that that's that. Yeah, it's it, it's it's not fun. It's not cool. I mean, concerts used to be cheap and affordable, mm-hmm. and people went all the time. Now, it's so. Mm-hmm. I don't know. Hopefully, hopefully that could change. Mm-hmm. Well, it will when people really stop going. Oh no, no, they're not going to do that. No, there's still there's still a demand. 
to, to see certain, you know, mm-hmm. black crows, uh, just just. Aerosmith goes on a stakes himself on a tour with the with 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 Joey Kramer on drums. There, people are going. It's going yeah. to sell out. Because yeah. first of all, it's the original lineup, and how much longer are these guys going to be able to stay together? Right. Be alive. It's probably the same people buying Lululemon. Yeah, they hate poor people. <laughs> Ticketmaster, they, they they hate poor people. They're they in there with Lululemon. They buy their. <laughs> Same investors. Yeah. We, we could do a whole show on who, who should be wearing Lululemons. Right. Because you could afford it doesn't mean you should wear it. <laughs> well, I tell pilots all the time just because a plane can climb 3,800 feet a minute doesn't mean you should do it. <laughs> Just because your car could do a buck ninety, it's probably not a good idea to try yeah. to do it in, in Florida. No, not at all. Not, folks, is why our insurance prices are up. Yes, from those fucking T bones. Mm-hmm. Yep. Well, with that said, <laughs> nice. Yeah. Left with the. Get me a copy of this, and I will do a retrospect. I got plenty to say about trick night. Yeah, I want to try it. All right, guys. Shiny side up. Yep. Love you guys. Good show. Shiny side up. Greasy side down. Use the